Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at the book of Jonah, looking at, still in chapter 1, looking at verses 7 and 8. Our prophet, who has been given an assignment, is going a different way. He's gone opposite of where God is sending him. He gets on a ship, and the ship he's on is being tossed by a great wind and waves. And where is Jonah while all this is going on? He is asleep in the area below the main deck where sailors slept, uh, beside the sides of the ship. And there he is, fast asleep while all this is going on. Neither the noise without nor the sense of guilt within woke him. No, no guilt for not doing the commission that God has given him. And he's a prophet. So, and he's running from his assignment. But let's listen to God's word. And we're reading 7 and 8. It reads, Then the sailors said to each other, Let's throw dice to find out who is responsible for bringing this disaster on us. So they threw dice. And the dice indicated that Jonah was responsible. They asked him, Tell us, why has this disaster happened to us? What do you do for a living? Where do you come from? What country are you from? What nationality are you? Again, Jonah chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, in the God's Word translation, which titles it, Jonah tries to run away from the Lord. I'll be back with insights, and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Jonah chapter 1, verses 7 and 8 in the God's Word translation. Jonah, again, running from God's call on his life, this a call to go and preach and save a nation. He's running from that responsibility. So they cast lots and said, let us cast lots to know who is the cause of this evil that is, that is upon us. None of them expected himself. None of them said, Lord, it's I. And the person who is responsible said nothing until the lot was on him. These mariners desired to know the person that was the dead weight in their ship, the accused thing, that one that uh, is causing, could cause everyone on the ship to die. And they'd already lost all of their goods. They threw them over the side, and that was their profit. And, you know, they're wanting to know, what, you know, who are you? In order uh, for them to, to find out what, you know, who it is, they cast lots by which they could appeal to the judgment of God to whom all hearts are open. And they just wanted to know who it is. Uh, because, of course, Jonah wasn't going to say, it's, it's me. 
even the heath, even the heathen looked upon casting of lots to be a sacred thing to be done with seriousness and and a solemn thing and not to be made sport of and the lot fell up on Jonah because he was the guilty one and he could have saved them the trouble if he had just told him what his conscience had already told him that you know you're the man Jonah but as as with any other cr criminal he never confesses till you know his sin is found out and when the lot falls upon him then he has to tell him I am the person we may suppose there were those on the ship who upon other accounts were greater sinners than Jonah but yet the tempest came to pursue him and the lot pitches it upon him once they cast a lot it showed that this is Jonah and um, let's see the storm was sent after Jonah because God has work for him to do and he has sent the storm to fetch him back and how many times has God had to send the storm to get us back on the right path to get us back to where we need to be back in fellowship with him and then it gives a little history about the casting of lots. It said it was common throughout the ancient Near East as a, as a way of allowing the gods, lowercase g, to make decisions known to people. And it says the uh, decision, yeah. The Bible regularly uses um, lots, I mean, uh, uh, faithful followers of God uses lots to discover uses casting lots that makes more sense to discover God's will the lot was cast to determine which goat became the scapegoat on the day of atonement and that's in Leviticus chapter 16 verse 8 it was used to indicate which portion of the promised land was given to each tribe and to identify Saul as Yahweh's choice for Israel's king in 1 Samuel Lots were also cast to determine which families would live in Jerusalem. And that's in Nehemiah chapter 11. And so on and so on. So there are several places. And you know it's used in the New Testament uh, with Jesus. So lots have been used. And this wasn't a godly when in the New Testament when they were casting lots for Jesus' clothes. So that wasn't like it says uh, followers of God using uh, using uh, lots, but God allowed them to do it in the case of Jesus to, um, you know, because anyway, <laughs> I'm not a preacher, so let me not even try to go there. The, um, the sailors wanted to know, what is your occupation? And Jonah was um, recognized to be a prophet. So when he was asked, what is your occupation? He answered, prophet. Then the sailors uh, must have been even more terrified because they had a fear of the true and living God when they said, we've, we've prayed to all of our gods and they didn't answer. So ask your God, you know, talk to your God. And, you know, there's, there it is. God is the God to be feared. He's not a God in, that we put in our pockets because they all pulled their little gods out of their pocket. Jonah just had to fall on his face, fall on his knees to speak to his God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again as we're continuing to study the book of Jonah. 
And Father, we thank you that while there is still life, there is hope. While there is hope, there is room for prayer. So we thank you, Father. We thank you that um, you can affect our deliverance. And it all comes from your power and from you having pity and mercy and giving us grace. We thank you for that. Father, we thank you that as we study the book of of Jonah, that you do send and fetch us back. Because God, we would be forever lost if you turned your back on us. So Father, please never turn your back on us. We thank you for small victories. We thank you for um, stepping in when it seems like, you know, the bottom's about to fall out. And again, Father, we're stopping and praying for the Ukraine. We're praying for conflicts all over the world. There are things happening all over the world beside conflicts. We know that there are deaths. We know that there are people in crises. We know that there are in crises. We know that there are people who are uh, hurting in other ways. God, you know what all the needs are, and we're casting them on you right now. Not casting like lots. We're casting trusting, not waiting for some magical anything to happen. We're waiting for uh, our mighty God, just like the um, like Jonah, when he when they were uh, the other sailors were praying to their gods and getting no answer. He prayed to you, God, and that's when the answer came. So we thank you that we serve a God who does hear, who does answer. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.